here for uh, desks and day jobs. Um, this is episode 9.5, uh, and that is so that we can tell everyone something. Uh, and that is... <laughs> I know. I mean, I pause, pause dramatically. <laughs> We're getting a divorce. <laughs> We're pregnant. <laughs> Santa isn't real. Whoa. Oh, okay. Um, well, there might be children listening to this. I hope not. I <laughs> very bad. Uh, so, uh, we have had a little bit of a change to the podcast in the last week. Uh, for, uh, personal reasons, DM Rory has had to retire. Uh, we will miss out. him dearly, but now we'd like to introduce you guys to... Yeah, pour one out. Everyone's uh, turning to... Yes. We'll do it on the table. Do you want me to pour What do you want me to pour it on? Just metaphorically. Pour, it in. pour some in your mouth. There we go. Uh, now we'll stop dicking around and introduce you to DM Steven. Yeah! Whoa. Don't wave at the mic, you're doing it wrong already. <laughs> <laughs> they can hear it. They can hear it. They, they feel you waving. Hi, That's everyone. For sure. uh, I'm very excited to be here. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, is, is this thing on? <laughs> We're at a speech, so everyone. Ever since I was a little halfling, <laughs> I have dreamed of desks. Uh, no, I, I'm very excited. Um, yeah, it's going to be great. Tell us how long you've been playing D&D. Oh man! Well, actually, I got to D and D. I kind of was like a reverse nerd because, like, growing up, I played like Nintendo and everything, like the mainstream stuff. Mm -hmm. And as I've gotten older, I've delved deeper into everything else. Mm -hmm. So the first time I played uh, D and D was, I think, three years ago. Mm -hmm. um, I played. Mm -hmm. I was just a player back then. I wasn't a DM. Yeah. Player. Um, right. Exactly. How does one become a DM? <laughs> I play. Uh, you just kind of decide. So what well, happened Raven was visits you. <laughs> I I played a couple games. Uh, the first one I was a uh, uh, basically the equivalent of a medieval robot named P ninety X. That was a lot of fun. Um, sure, sure. And that was in fourth edition, which I wasn't super crazy about, but I had a lot of fun playing it. Um, 
it's and then uh, after that, um, I played another game and I just I enjoyed it, but I kind of wanted to run the experience. Um, mm -hmm. So I just gave it a try with some friends one day, and it sort of took off from there. And uh, it's kind of like being a drummer once you're a DM. Like even if you play guitar, everyone needs a drummer. So like, <laughs> uh, I've just been DMing since then. All right. Well, welcome aboard, man. Thank you. Welcome There's aboard. Of fans that way. Right. Yeah. As drummers and guitarists. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No singer. Just no, just drum yeah. and guitar. I guess hey. you never put the pieces together. <laughs> they play those. Yeah. That's crazy. Anyways. Awesome. So we thought we would take this chance to kind of uh, introduce not only you guys to the new DM, but uh, reintroduce our characters uh, to you guys and to the DM, so that way when we jump into our next campaign, we are ready and raring to go. Mm -hmm. Which will be coming very soon. Very soon. Praline for president, 2016. That is not going to be the campaign. That would be horrifying. <laughs> That's more of a 2020 thing, just still thing, really. Sure. You said campaign, so I thought I'd, I'd jump in. <laughs> well, thanks, thanks, Polly. <laughs> awesome. Um, welcome. So uh, I guess we're just gonna introduce our character, uh, reintroduce them. I'll go first. Uh, so my character is Stuart D. Beacon. He is a half elf wizard. And so uh, the way I've translated Stuart into uh, Dungeons and Dragons lore, um, or the other way around, I guess is that he is, so I, I've been playing him kind of like, he thinks he's super cool, but he's super like tight-laced and he's nervous about a lot of stuff. He's not very social. He's social with his friends, but he kind of gets freaked out in social settings. As wizards are wont to do. Sure. Um, and then um, um, I've also uh, decided that his, the how I'm going to translate the wizard power into real life is that uh, I am kind of tech-savvy. So I work in the IT department at our uh, place of business, and I've decided that uh, instead of like uh, half elves and wizards generally know a bunch of languages, something that I've been thinking about and kind of uh, working around is that languages in tech. So I figure that I know how to like code in C plus and HTML and all that. So that those are that's kind of what I'm working with. Um, yeah. And yeah, he's a, he has his cell phone. Is how that's his uh, that's his focus. Oh, <laughs> oh correcting me. the DM in the first episode. I just really want you to learn fireball. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna um, learn how to throw fire. And and so and I use apps to summon people and learn about people and all that kind of stuff. And I'm gonna be. Uh, Blasting fireballs pretty soon, too. <laughs> What's your background and alignment? My background and alignment? Uh, my background is that I'm a sage. He went to school for all this stuff. So he like went to school for uh, programming. And he I put in here that he uh, has done some computer programming, robotics, and coding. Um, and my robotics. alignment... What? Robotics? Yeah, you just dabbled in that. Like, why is that not his focus? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just dabbled. I do a little bit of everything. I'm not critiquing it. I just love it. I'm just, you know. Um, and then my alignment is a lawful neutral. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. On the, on the cusp. On the cusp. You got a bad side. You got that inner I, I, Yeah, I'm kind of just like, fuck it. I, yeah. That's, when I, we were, I was going through all the characters <laughs> and my relationships with them, and a lot of them were just like, I don't know, I guess I, guess I just really don't care about this person. Like, specifically Rick. <laughs> I was, I was like, I was thinking about my relationship with Rick, and I was just like, I think he's kind of dumb. Yeah, neutral lets you act a bit more well, honestly. Yeah, that's good as, my family, yeah. so yeah. Watch well, what you say. Apple mm -hmm. doesn't. 
Apple doesn't. Apple doesn't. Hey, guys, what they say? Apple doesn't. Apple doesn't. Sure doesn't. Doesn't apples? No, thank you. An apple a day doesn't. That feels right. All right. Cool beans. So that's Stuart, then. Awesome. Well, you're listening to... <laughs> 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 uh. <laughs> it's only been two weeks, but I really miss hearing that voice. <laughs> You're listening to Carrie Cobar Wheeler, uh, uh, brought to life by Kelsey of Zombies. Um, so let me tell you a little bit about Carrie Cobar Wheeler. She is based on a dwarf ranger, background urchin, alignment neutral good. Cool. Okay? Cool. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and read you a little lore I wrote about Carrie. Yes. Um, and then I'll go into specifics. I'm going to do it in an accent, because that's how I wrote it. Okay? Absolutely. Yeah, sure, sure. sure. I'm all about accents. Carrie Kobali. <laughs> Carrie was orphaned at the age of six while on holiday with her mom and dad. She's never been the same since. In the blink of an eye, she went from the apple of their eye to the garbage pile of no one's eye. <laughs> <laughs> she did what any young girl would do. She started to exercise obsessively in order to be able to defend herself from the harsh world. She learned to work out using only her environments. Bars, ledges, washing machines, fences. <laughs> By the age of 12, she ran away from her fifth foster home and lived on the streets. During this time of her life, she became astute at finding things, mostly food, but other things too. Anything lost by passers-by on the streets, Carrie would find. One grey day, while Carrie was 17, she went sniffing round Jack Mannington's liquor store dumpster looking for expired alcohol, hoping to get her first taste like all the other teenagers were. Instead, she found Mr. Sniffles, the street mouse. They became best friends immediately and decided they'd always have each other to count on. While the two of them were telling each other their live stories, who but Jack Bannington stumbled upon them in the rubbish alley. Instinctively, he went to shoo them off, but was taken by the look, the feral look in Carrie's eyes. It was an attraction, but rather interest, that prompted him to only mildly scold her and the mouse and not call the cops, as was his usual habit. Carrie's feral instinct in years of being mistreated. Glued <laughs> 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 oh, <okay. laughs> her into the kindness Jack showed her that day. Just like that, it was as though Carrie had fed, found a family again. Oh my god, that's a, oh I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm so uphold. I'm bursting. As she left Jack's dumpsters, dumpsters a shiny object caught her attention. She dug through weeks of flat boy party garbage to unearth the most beautiful relic she'd ever seen. It was a single-speed bicycle, sprayed in gold paint, but practically good as new. She couldn't understand why someone had discarded it, but she thought better than to ask why. It was hers now, and she'd never be the find. The bike, which Carrie and Mr. Sniffles named Ragnar Fraud. Ragnar Fraud? I'm in. I got it. <laughs> seemed to bring her more fortune every time she rode it. One day, she rode past a CrossFit gym, and the owner chased her down to offer her a job. He said he'd never seen anyone shaped like her before, and needed her on his team immediately. Another day, she rode past a satchel of documents lying upon the sidewalk. It was addressed to an... All the documents had an address on them, and she rode them to that building to return them. She was greeted by a young HR rep, Herb Shadetree, who mistook her for the office by messenger. She never corrected him and still works at that office to this day. She doesn't receive pay for either job. Mm -hmm. That's the end. Oh my god. Oh my god. All right. <laughs>
That is so Oh cool. my god. I love that song. Oh, oh god, it's been way too long for you to realize that. I would have oh. never thought about it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that might be just really, actually, dwarf words. I thought, yeah, I thought, I thought you were your dwarf Did you get that so, from a Disney yesterday? You were, you were saying Belloc earlier. Belloc. Um, this is a quick question as, as the new DM. So you're a half-elf and you're a dwarf. Sure. So how does that relate to kind of like your appearance here? Like are we talking like oh. Tolkien? Or are we like, do you just kind of have like slightly pointy ears? <laughs> or are you just something about you is aesthetically elf? Like this guy's like... He's know. been, uh, in, in previous episodes we've discussed how attractive. Yeah. 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 Apparently I have a nice pack and a huge he's got schlong. A bang. So. Yeah, he's got a banging bond. <laughs> okay. he, didn't, he didn't do that for himself. That was all... That, that was, was all gifts. given to me. Those You're were welcome, gifts man. presented um, unto me. Also... Love to declare when I see a good body. I'm also, saying. for everyone, uh, I don't know who listens to this podcast. That is all true. I love the idea that he has a huge dick and, and a nine pack, but really pointy ears. <laughs> and only half elf. Yeah. Now, how old are both of you? Because longevity, traditionally, longevity for elves and dwarves is very long. <laughs> Am I already kicked out of this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Nerd alert, everybody. The Dungeons and Dragons podcast is getting real nerdy. I'm just saying, you know, I six is the equivalent of 20 for elf. <laughs> So hat, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say that voice better pop. Hey guys, it's the new Ravioff. There'll be there'll be an analog new DM character that works with you as oh, well. Oh god. Gross. Like panel. Um okay. Well if you haven't thought about that, that's we can yeah, I'll think about it. It doesn't really matter. I was that just curious. It matters yeah. to me. It's just like the equivalent of this is your third job or this is your like three hundredth job. That's you know? I yeah. saw Carrie as being my age, which is yeah. six. Uh, your backstory kinda of lends it to that. Yeah. <laughs> For a hundred years. Yeah. She wandered the waste. Um, but also, Carrie is very dwarfish. Cool. Short, stocky, right. frumpy. Hell yeah. Uh, a lot of constitution. I'm always, guessing. yeah. Cool. Really muscular, low center of gravity. Right. Uh, <laughs> She's a cannon. Yeah. <laughs> She's a cannon. In more than one way. She yeah. starts quite often. She, yeah. oh, She's always, always warm. Cool. <laughs> that high protein diet. It is. She yeah. eats a lot of roughage. And, uh, <laughs> She's always wearing, like, spandex of some sort. Cool. Um, yeah, I don't know that I really calculated the age into it. I was just more thinking... Oh, yeah, it's all that worry. I was kind of half kidding with uh, that. I, I think I... I well, I was thinking I was the thinking half elf thing is that uh, it, was, it was that they don't feel like they don't fit in anywhere. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of... That's how I got, like, the social anxiety part of it. For sure. Mm -hmm. I mean, who would be with the nine pack? With a nine pack and a huge slung, <laughs> right? Yeah, must be real I, It's hard to buy pants, man. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone smiles and laughs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all smile. No one thought you were just like... Yeah. Right. I'll take a quick look at my huge slump. That's yeah. right. That's, that's 300 yeah. years old. Table, man. <laughs> Sorry, let me just... Dick is really rowdy today. <laughs> oh, that's a rowdy dick. Oh, the... Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Laura, risen her hand. We were doing lots of things that do not work on microphones. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've raised my hand. Um... You okay. should have played a little bit of a, like, recorder. I keep trying to do little sounds like that, but they come out awful. Uh -huh. I'm so <laughs> um, piercing so, falcon cries? <laughs> um, so what I think I'm going to do is just read what my original description of my character was, because cool. I really like that, and I want to get back to that, and then some of the things that I added. Sweet. Um, so... My character's name is Lorraine Bilchowski Bryant. Um, I'm a gnome bard. My background is sage, and um, I have a 
the align alignment as well. Same. Uh, yeah. Just a quick, so sage is basically that you've studied your craft. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so Lorenzo Chalsky Bryant, oh, I kind of wrote this like it was like a, an ad. So, Lorraine Dolchowski Bryant is a classically trained theater artist. Newspapers once called her interpretation of Juliet inflammatory. <laughs> Loves life but doesn't feel like she's really living her tattoo enough. <laughs> Can play the theme from Titanic on the recorder and is working on learning other songs on the recorder. Um, <laughs> wants you to watch videos of her in show choir in high school and writes monologues for her friends based on their lives and performs them for them. Mm -hmm. So that's my original thing. What I'd like to add uh, is go back to doing more monologues because um, I because those were fun. Um, and then also uh, <laughs> I really like uh, that a bard wants to uh, like tell stories through song and uh, often dance. Right. Um, and perhaps other instruments like drumming. I just can't wait for like the dance rule that's inevitably a one. <laughs> you know, like, it's that moment where it's like the spotlight's on this gnome and, have, and they have to dance. Lorraine breaks, breaks her legs. Yes. <laughs> Both of them. Uh, and I love, I love that um, bards are typically like a jack of all trades so they're, yeah. they're good at um, Everything, but not great at anything. <laughs> yeah, well, they actually have, uh, you actually get a skill called Jack of All Trades eventually. Mm -hmm. that, um, yeah, they're really good at fifth edition. Uh, we were joking before about how, like, in the earlier editions, they were kind of like, uh, you know, just the, the whatever class, but here they can literally do everything. So it'll be interesting to see what uh, what direction that gnome goes in. Yeah. yeah. I like <laughs> Same. Yeah. Yeah. That came out. There's another, 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 another really famous thing. Phrase. Um, yeah. Apples don't. It's interesting to see what that gnome's going to do. Also, <laughs> I guess, while we're on the subject of the disappearance, too, uh, like, what's gnomish about this this young lady, this bard? I guess I just imagine her as, um, like, the typical uh, young, like, theater person. Cool. Yeah, who's cool. just kind of, like, kind of a nerd about it and a uh, probably talked about themselves too much and was kind of like mousy. Would be a pixie, but is too abrasive right, for Right, her. right, yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, maybe like she used to be a Sears catalog model. <laughs> a yeah, baby model. In seventh grade. Yeah. 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 And like still talks about it. Oh, yeah. 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 A I know a few gnomes. That's where I take my gnome. I know a few gnomes. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for that. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Do you want to play us a little bit? Oh yeah, that's good. That's good. Jack and Diane. Toot. Toot. I'll just play the the classic. Your character just farted on the No, that was a sigh of relief. And this is also just Kelsey. Nice cover. I just forgot how to play this for one moment. Here she goes. Hold on. TikTok. Are we gonna get sued for the music rights for the song? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, because it was just her. You're already on definitely listens to this. <laughs> what if? Wow. Oh what if your character is? 
a recorder was enchanted so that whenever you play that, a boat somewhere sunk. <laughs> like, it's, you may not be near it, but you're just like, like, you feel the gravity of it. Oh, shit. Like, yeah. some it's boat is like shit. Yeah. 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 Dramatic monologue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Something horrible happens. I do this very, uh, I do this rarely. Right. <laughs> Are you responsible for Kaylee's Oh, oh my god. Oh, she is. was on holiday when she was with her. It was a real frozen situation. Had Titanic come out yet? Oh no. Maybe she was maybe they were on the Titanic. <gasps> wow. Uh, they would be if they're dwarves. Much. Hence longevity. Mm. No one likes it. No one likes no. it. Yeah. You, you can always see everyone just being very if upset. Like this, <laughs> if you no, like this whole longevity thing, we all <laughs> three, right? yeah. why would we want to be older? Oh yeah, it's fantasy. It's like, I'm 400. Yeah. Um, just, I want to be 45 and balding a little bit. <laughs> cool. Uh, oh, that's a future for me. All right, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go. Here yeah, I go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, my character is, uh, hello, I'm Hobart Thompson, and my character is Hope Shadetree, uh, the halfling druid. Um, the way that I had conceived Hope was that he was, uh, I used the background of the folk hero. Uh, oh, hell yeah. And um, uh, he's also chaotic good, and so the way I took that was that he's he's from, uh, I'll read you my thing I wrote, how about that, and I'll clear, yeah. I'll make it clear. Okay. So, uh, Hope Shade Tree likes a lot of things. Music, <laughs> dancing, gin drinks, long, like really long walks, inventing new high fives, winking, making friends, spontaneous list making, Flimsy Gardens, Tennessee, his beloved hometown, and weed. Hell yeah, dudes. <laughs> the first thing you need to know about Hope is he's from Flimsy Gardens, Tennessee, and he really likes it there. In fact, if he hadn't gotten a job in the big city with some of his college friends, he never would have left. Ask him about his hometown and buckle in, dude, because he's got some stories. Stories about roughing it in the woods with his buddies, drinking in the woods with his buddies, smoking in the woods with his buddies, and etc. in the woods with his buddies. <laughs> sure, maybe his stories can be a little much, but maybe they hold the key to explaining Hope's strange attitude and abilities. Like, how does he get the plants in the HR department so green and full? Is there gin in that green tea he nursed the whole meeting? Why do pets approach him on the street and tip their heads in salutation? <laughs> Is it true that he used to sell weed at Bonnaroo? Does he talk to those HR puppets he carries around? <laughs> Hope is a gregarious, laid-back guy whose attitude and love of having fun puts him at odds with the rest of the HR department. In fact, it's not very clear what exactly he does. Uh, he seems loopy and out of place in the office environment, but charming and crafty in the bars and alleyways he prowls late at night, taking puffs from the crystal uh, one-hitter he claims he found while hiking one misty morning in Flimsy Gardens, Tennessee. It's righteous, man, he says, winking, and offering a strange high-five. Uh, so, yeah, that's why I, so I took the, the full code <laughs> things. Like, he was a dude who was, like, king of, like, a, uh, his small town. Gotcha. He was, like, a big... Gotcha. And then he moved to the big city, but he really wants to... Above all else, maintain his like fun party lifestyle. Cool. And so his work goal at the work is always to do as little as possible. In fact, I don't think he does anything. That's <laughs> that's been the way I imagine it is that he just talks, but he doesn't actually ever do anything. Except right. Lead people on. Yeah, except for lead people on. Yeah, so he's had lots of lots of flirtatious relationships people with people at yeah. uh, the office, some of which have turned out horribly for the good. Both. Both. We have both. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, true. he definitely talks more game than he actually has. And and you told me this before, but I, I just 
think it's worth repeating because I love it so much. Your animal forms as a yes. druid are the puppets. They are my HR puppets. Um, and I now have two. Right. Because I've just been adding one as I go up in levels. So I started with Dr. Hooves, who is a horse <laughs> with a stethoscope on his head. Um, and that's like the only... He's the chill one, like, right? That's yeah, he's, the, he's, the, yeah, he's yeah. The, the good one. And then the, the bad cop would be Colonel Flackers. It's a duck in a little <laughs> military outfit. I love uh, that. Yeah. I don't want to do any spoilers of like what I have planned or what will happen, but I feel like you're going to get more puppets. Oh, I'm definitely going to get more. I want to have an absurd yeah. amount of puppets. Yeah. How many puppets I want you to have like before an encounter, like, wait, wait, which puppet do I need? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I go and yeah. I open up the cabinet, like, look at them all, like, hmm. I want, I want this to be a hyper-realistic, like, dummy that's just fear. Like, everything he does is like, <laughs> fear. I was trying to be only animals, true. man. It yeah, be, no. be a really scary bear. <laughs> that's, that's, that's just for me. I don't think we'll because we'll you're scared of controlling this stuff. It's also what your character chooses to pick up. I'm not gonna be like, you have this, you need to use it. <laughs> Find so. a scary ventriloquist Yeah, stuff and you have to use it. force it. It follows you. You didn't pick it up. It's walking and coming after you. Well, actually, if you're afraid of something in D and D, you can't willingly go near it. That's like the effect. Ooh. Yeah. You have to like constantly. <laughs> which is really funny if there was a coworker you were all afraid of, <laughs> and just yeah, like I hate one, yeah, but that's I don't. Anyways, <laughs> is it my turn? Yeah, okay. more, yeah. Hi everyone, Pauline Lazaretti here. Um, I am the creator of Preline Bet Lazarus. <laughs> I really thought you were going to say guess the day shows. Who said it on air? I'm the creator and founder. Of I am the creator and founder of podcasts everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. Um, I don't have a story uh, to display for you. Praline is who she is, and that's a, a spoiled brat who finds, who gets a rush out of breaking the law and breaking the rules. But, so she's a rogue halfling, or halfling rogue, however order I'm supposed to say that in. Yeah. Um, and the way I kind of mapped that over was that, so, um, she's kind of like, this isn't supposed to be like, it sounds dumb when I say it, but she's supposed to be kind of spoiled and like, pretty and petite and little, like, halflings are, like, little people, so, right. like, everything's been kind of handed to her, like, even this job was given to her by her Uncle Rick, or she calls him Uncle Ricky, um, Unky, Unky Ricky, <laughs> Unky, just Unky sometimes, um, and she just, because everything's come to her so easily, uh, as the rogue part, kind of being someone who kind of, um, is, I guess in D&D is kind of, like, sneaky, and they could either go for like the dark side or the good side. Just I took took that as like breaking the law and just doing things um, that'll upset people just to get a reaction. Um, so I think she's numb <laughs> in many ways. <laughs> um, and she's from New England, so I just obviously adapted several versions of an English accent um, that kind of varies throughout uh, her life and her story. We're never sure if she's just making it up. Um, and she's pretty like vain. She's pretty vain on the outside, but she has like a. She still like loves her coworkers and like loves. She loves. She she loves the connection and friendship, but like she's like Serena Vanderwood. She's like yeah. Serena Vanderwood. She's she's yeah, like she's just trying to figure her way through a life that was handed to her so easily. Cool. Um, I so like yeah. that because usually rogues are like kind of like Dickensian orphans and yeah. you're born into like royalty essentially. Yeah. And um, they can like choose light or dark, right? right. Same with halflings, they're kind of like when they're younger, 
but like really adventurous. Like she wants to like explore the world, but I'm sure at some point she'll stop drinking <laughs> vodka from her flask at work and settle down and, and really God, I hope not. And open a four hundred one k and and get married and and stop being so promiscuous with all with penises and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> As halflings. <laughs> at, that, at that point, it'll be just hand stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Enough with the rowdy decks, okay? We can go with the faithful ones. So everyone's pretty short then. Everyone's like a no, except for you. Yeah. Yeah. And we're very weak. Yeah. Yeah. We're, all short. we're all short I'm, and weak. I'm freakishly tall. Really strong. Very strong. Yeah, you're, you're, you're short. right, but everyone's just so Mary, short. Mary, I'm so sorry. Why are you doing that? But I'm like nimble. Most of us yeah. are very I'm weak. petite and nimble. Oh, that wasn't a dig. I'm just. I'm picturing like a, a school picture of the group, <laughs> and it's and like this half elf with his tiny. elephant man generals yeah. and like a bunch of, a bunch of gnomes. <laughs> yes. Something but. that I forgot to mention about uh, Lorraine is that she also lies has a lot. A huge <laughs> that she has a big old dick, and she see, lies a lot. Is one of the things she would say. Yeah, I would, and then they would make me roll to see if I'm telling the truth or not. <laughs> so, like, part of my storytelling is that I'm I just want people to think that I. I've had a boyfriend for a few months. Oh, okay. We've caught but you a couple I'm, times. But I'm lying. <laughs> Something I forgot to say about Carrie is that she has a catchphrase. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Which is? Yeah, wait, what? It's, uh, you know my catchphrase. Yeah, I know. It's Eben Squish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, the new. I had forgot. Yeah, been squished. Yeah, been squished. We'll write it out for you guys on Twitter if you want. Yeah. Oh my God. If anyone squished. wants a T-shirt, we'll be making them soon. Oh. Hashtag yeah. Yeah. Been Squished. <laughs> also, sometimes people think she's a lesbian, but she's not. Uh, not that we care either not that way. That's a Her body choice, that would I just be okay. want to go. I know. She gets it, but she's just not. As long as she feels comfortable saying that in this space and knowing that her friends care about her, mm -hmm. yeah, we're fine with it. She's just not. Yeah. But if she right. was, but it'd if be she okay. Was. Yeah. But it's, that's okay, all we're saying. Right. I imagine that uh, Hope is sort of dating a guy right now. What? <laughs> he's dating. <laughs> I he's, love that. He has a, he's like non-dating Carlton. It's a guy from work that was accidentally phone. Stop work leading him on. <laughs> but now they just hang out good with him. We almost chopped his arms off. Leave him alone. I feel like, I feel like, and like, like you guy, like cold hands and you're just like. Yeah, this is like we're just buddies, man. The vibes I'm getting from your character is that he's always kind of on a date. Like the way he interacts, it's always like, so like, what do you like to do? What's your blood type? Kind of gets him in a pickle. Oh yeah, most definitely, all the time, different. for sure. Oh yeah, you can. Rowdy pickle, rowdy. See, I got That's one thing I really want to do in, in future episodes. I want to stop Date letting dudes be like in charge of hope, like because I like sometimes like my intuition is like if something bad's going on, like I want to fix it because I don't like being in trouble. But I want him to be okay with being in trouble all the time. Okay, yeah, you know, because he really should not get there. Is that division? You know, of what your character wants. Oh, because you're chaotic good. Yeah. So. so I try to do the right thing, but also I try to lean it toward me. So who's who's neutral? Not that it matters concretely, but who's okay. neutral? I'm neutral good. Neutral good. Yeah, neutral good. Neutral good. I'm lawful, lawful neutral. neutral. Okay, yeah, those are all like, <laughs> like anything neutral and neutral good is like, you can kind of play honestly. Like, mm -hmm. true neutral is like, I'm pure appetite. Like, <laughs> I, am, I am a tree, and evil is, is tough to do. Um, yeah. I kind of played my character just like, he just is kind of like, oh, this sucks. I found, he just kind of says it. Uh, just a quick, I found as a DM that any character, like, whenever someone makes characters, like, I'm going to be this lawful good knight, they usually fall from grace very quickly because they're just so uh -huh. tired of trying to be a good guy. And everyone who's like, I'm chaotic neutral, ends up being like a sweetheart because they're doing what they want to do as a player. 
It's really interesting. Like anyone, it's it's like any Lothwin character has been borderline neutral evil every time I play the game. It's very really? interesting to see. Yeah, yeah. Maybe just the friends I play with. But, yeah. How will we all turn good or bad? What <laughs> stories will we uncover here at Dust and Day Jobs? Human squish. Hola. Ah, damn it. No, that's not my catchphrase. That was a one-time <laughs> moment. Just Wait, hello yeah. in Spanish? Uh, I'm just glad to know, I'm I'm just glad to know that you've been purposefully manipulating your English accent throughout. I always just thought that you forgot how it sounded or were a little tipsy by the end, and you started messing up. But now that I know... Right, it's just it back it. Absolutely. Genius. Genius, it's man. Straight genius. <laughs> it makes more sense Amazing that, that if, if your character is from New England is making up an accent that it's not consistent. You know I mean? Exactly, that's why it was on purpose. Wow. I do it on purpose. I'm happy purpose. you planned that out. <laughs> is, and we're really, again. really trying to do the same yeah, thing. It's, the it's time. never the beers or the martinis <laughs> or the cocktails or the exhaustion. What's fun too is that rogues eventually you can actually craft fake identities for yourself that like people will believe as truth. Well, we do have the 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 hottie oh, and yeah. the hat and the brooch. <laughs> <laughs> the hat and the brooch are my go-to disguise. What, did that did that did that have a name? I forgot. I probably like she had a name. Her what name is the wind. I don't remember. We obviously listen to this all the time. <laughs> well, fun. Sweet. Yeah. Even listening to Destiny Dangerous <laughs> on the morning zoo. <laughs> <laughs> this with the zoo crew. Leather jackets. <laughs> hey guys, it's the hippie. No, stop! Stop! You're out. God. Oh. <laughs> Nice to meet you, as if we don't know you. <laughs> Real pleasure getting to know you here today. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, we'll have another episode up in two weeks. Thanks for listening. If you made it all the way through us goofballing around a table, I uh, hope they did, because that was a pretty good poop joke. Hostess, or do we have to wait in the line to get? Oh, to we the can hostess? go. We can go. We can definitely yeah. go talk to the hostess. You go talk to the hostess. Mm -hmm. We might have gone to university with the hostess. That's a really small where chance. Where at? It's a really small chance, really. I just. Well, I, where did you go? To yeah, school? where did you go? To in New England. What school specific? What university? At university. Which one? I studied business. <laughs> Massachusetts, Yale. Yale. Let's go see. Maybe we're some hostesses. Why would you assume? We can that. do the handshake. Okay, listen. I'm just. 
I'm just gonna say we have reservations, and they get really upset when she's like, "You're you're on the list." Like I call. Oh, oh I'll 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 get upset also. Yeah. Thank you. I'll steal the list and put our names on it. Oh wait, okay. Okay. So you guys get really upset, spells. and if that Remember doesn't work, spells too. Yeah. So might come in handy. I'm gonna hang out back here. I have. I don't have any spells. Um, but I should. I could do miming behind her. <laughs> if she tries well, to. I could use charm person. <laughs> but no, no, be... I want to okay. use miming <laughs> behind her while she persuades. I could do a magic trick. Just one really small. These are all really great. Again. I could steal the list. I could use your It's fine. I could make deep eye contact with her restore <laughs> her self-worth and let uh, us in. I just want to remind everyone I'm really brassy and this might not go well. I know. I know. It's, it's fine. I'm suggesting a lot of other things. Can we, can we have Hope charm her while you do your very interesting mind work? Oh, yeah. No, no. We can do like a you're my sick. Sister, my sick little maybe sister. Maybe you can, can you pretend that you're uh, deaf and that you are trying to sign at the person with the phone? I think I can. Great. All right, do you guys want to try and do this like a real encounter? Yeah, like, yeah. A, like a fight? I think we should. Okay, yes. cool. So everyone, uh, all right, you guys are at the hostess. Mm-hmm. And uh, roll for initiative. Everyone roll a d20. So that, that, that way we can remember, decide remember, whose remember, idea. Remember your number. 15. 18. Wait, where's yeah. my initiative seven. modifier? Oh, you just roll it. You don't get one. Oh, okay. Four. Six. Four. Seven. So I go first, Robert, yeah. and then Pauline, Lorraine, and Carrie. Seven. So I have to do some six. All right, my man. Give it a try. Um, hold up. Could we? So when so we're I doing this, when we used to do it like this, for the listener, could we, ex- like, for the first couple episodes of Gunners, when something like this happens, Ooh, can we explain what's going Perfect. on? Yeah, yeah, I agree. 18. So I think so, like, because, oh, yeah, like, for 18. me, I think oh, it's supposed to be, like, a comedy thing, but, like, but we could deter school. people when they're, like, I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. So, like, just, it doesn't have to be for every episode, but at least for this co- first couple, yeah. as you're listening, be like, yeah, we're treating this like an encounter. So, like, in Dungeons & Dragons, yeah. this is what happens, this is how we're going to treat it. Like, yeah. a really, really quick, just, like, Okay, bullet, bullet point of what's happening so that we're not just like assuming everyone knows how to play. I think oh, I think that that also I think we just kind of like really uh, sort of showed when we should use initiative when we're all all like talking about who should try what idea. Yeah, that's, that's the point we should jump in. Yeah, no, you're totally right. That's a good call. Um, <laughs> and I think it's a good way to be like kind of like combat, which is yeah. like the main part of Dungeons and Dragons, really. So and we don't have that right now. All right, so um, so I get to go first. Well, and we'll post it to the paprika pouch. How may I help you? I don't remember, man. Be confident. Do you have a reservation? Yes. Uh, check out this magic trick. Okay. Really digitation. Oh wow, he's really good. Okay. Um. So roll a roll a twenty. <laughs> check out this magic trick, lady. I got 16. Wow, that's the number I wrote down. How about that? Um, okay, so uh, you show her a magic trick, and uh, she's just very impressed. She likes your magic tricks, but um, she doesn't really know why you did the magic trick. So that's really cool. I don't really either, to be honest. You told her we had reservations and then did a magic trick. Ugh. So you didn't give her a name at all. Just so we had to make it to your magic trick. Oh my god. Oh no. Oh. I'm angry. <laughs> Here. 
Oh. Yeah, let me let me try. Yeah, my friend Hope. Uh, my friend Hope knows what's up. Okay, so you you successfully performed the magic trick, and the hostess is impressed, but it does does <laughs> absolutely nothing. <laughs> We've piqued her interest. <laughs> she's definitely she's listening. Do it. Everyone's she's, looking at us. She's definitely <laughs> looking at you. Okay. Let's do it. Good. Uh, Go ahead. You. And it's the hostess's turn now. It's a positive interaction. Though. So uh, she is going to. I'm sorry, what? Nothing. I'm sorry. hostess? What did you just say? I'm, I'm going to go off to the back. Okay. So she's going to perform like an area <laughs> attack. She's going to attack you all at once. Um, and I thought we went to the same university. <laughs> Everyone roll a, a d20. 16. 16. <gasps> this one? Three. <laughs> Ten. Four. <laughs> Okay, cool. Um, so she like is looking through her book as an attack against you guys, and she's like asking you if you have reservations. And you guys like succeeded against guarding her attack, and you're all like, yeah, yeah, like should be in there somewhere. But she's like still looking through. You guys aren't in yet, um, but like you you didn't get kicked out quite yet. So oh, it's your turn. okay, could I could I use charm person to like you know smooth talk her? But then at the same time, sort of like, look down at the book and be like, oh yeah, that name, that's us. Yep. Charm, okay. Charm. Okay. So I'm going to try to charm her. So uh, I, uh, I take my vape pen out of my backpack. He's <laughs> always hot. Do you know the, are there rules, certain rules for charm person? Yes. Like a check? You have to be a wisdom saving throw. Okay, cool. Yeah. And is, is there a number? Oh, let me look. Let me, let me check real quick. I, ha I have it up so I can check. Uh, so for charm person, uh, when I said I had it up, I was not entirely being correct. That's fine. Honesty uh, check. <laughs> yeah, I'm just recording this for fun. Oh, you're recording this? Yeah. Perfect. It's not saying anything horrible. Okay. So for charm person, uh, you attempt to charm a humanoid you can see within range. You, they, it must make a wisdom saving, saving throw and uh, does so with advantage if one or you or your companions are fighting it. So would it? Okay, so it has advantage. Um, if it fails the saving throw, it's charmed until the spell ends, which is an hour duration, or until any of us do anything too harmful to them. Okay. Uh, but also, one thing I should guess be clear about is once the spell wears off, which is after an hour, she will be aware that we tricked her. <laughs> yep. So, oh, so we need to so eat quick. Yeah. Yeah. But at that point, we've already gotten our food. I've already yeah. done a magic trick. She, I'll she have like three mimosas by then. Yeah, we're fine. So, I'm probably going to have a Mary because uh, her manager's not going to let us. So I got a plus three on this, so I feel, I feel pretty confident. Well, I, I just want to uh, I just want to double check quick what uh, saving throw Oh, I should have saved that roll. <laughs> should have been a 22. I'm goddamn 2x7. I know. Let's get out of the way. Nope. It's oh. still pretty good. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm doing this. Oh, that's okay. Um, practice round, dog. Pauline, you're going pee. <laughs> Uh, oh, no, no, you're this, going to pause the recording because Pauline had to. Pauline's pooping herself. Are you in the you're not peeing, you're pooping. She's yeah. pooping herself? She pooped her pants a little bit already. What do you say? 
Pauline has pulled out a knife. <laughs> <laughs> so we said to pause the recording to clean up the mess Pauline made in the bathroom when she was uh, pooping. Uh, she's, she's cleaning up, and when she comes back, we're going to get started with the podcast. As soon as she cleans all the poop off her body that she pooped onto herself. Body. <laughs> can, can you do it? I'm about Pauline. This is your yes, it is. I gave it to you so that way you can roll all the entertainment. Um, Carrie, can you? Does it say the number that the it needs to be for that? It doesn't. Feels good. Feels good to have never laughed. I'm actually a little. I'm actually a little confused about the saving throw. Like, is I thought I saw so saving throw and I roll. No, saving throw is like so for a check you roll for a saving throw. Like oh. the other person rolls. It's like like you're a, gonna be a, a saving six. throw is like a reaction. So if I was like, oh, like a car is coming straight at you and you have to dodge it, that would be a saving throw. Oh, okay, gotcha. But if it's like you tried to jump over a car on purpose, that would be oh. a check on dexterity check. I think all the time. Just because I could compare this to one. I would just see. Touch last night. I was really pleased if I did, but I didn't get off. You said I was not. You're still smiling? He must have really gotten excited. I was like, this microphone, I'm worried for you. That's a joke. Oh, that's okay. Okay, I can't use this recording. Are you gonna marry him? All right. So I'm just I'm just gonna invent the number for now. You're just gonna flop the number? Yeah. Ten. She is charmed. Hey, um you know I I called in a reservation yesterday and I'm I'm really excited to this restaurant. Me and my friends, they're from out of town. We were friends doing a magic show, so we gotta just like eat, get it's out of here. So we're the um uh we are the uh the dicemans. The dicemans, um hmm, looking and don't see it on here that you you called though, you said Oh, I'm sorry. Language. I, I misread um your handwriting. It's the Dacemans. <laughs> oh Dacemans, yep, there it is. <laughs> Table cool, cool. Four, five. Sorry, I forgot her name. At the um, the restaurant, the mm. Preparico Cafe. <laughs> My name is Alana Daisman. Okay, I believe you. <laughs> it's nice to Sorry meet you. Side. My name's Sarah Daisman. Well, here's the table, guys. I'm Charlie Daisman. My name is Stuart Beacon. I'm just there. Thank you so much. You're you're really pretty. This is my this is my uh, my gay sister. I'm not. Gay. You're just very pretty. I thought so what brings you all to town? A uh, magic show. Stewart's doing a magic show. Oh, show. that's why you that's showed me the trick. Yeah, I thought you would very. I thought you'd recognize me from the posters. Oh, I don't. Sorry, it was a very good trick. Though. Do you know any others? Uh, yeah, I mean, if I was just doing a show, oh, you should be really, save you it should. for the stage, Stewart. Show. Oh, I understand. Yeah, Stuart is an old friend, family friend of the Daysmans. Yes. We all grew Alana. Alana, Alana 
We all grew up together, and Stuart used to come over all the time and do magic, so... He does this really cool thing with a toothpick. I don't have any toothpicks on me, so I can't Well, right just another uh, day at the basement. Can we, can, we get, can we get some menus? Okay, yeah, yep. Yeah. Go sit down. Thank you so much. Sorry to waste your time. Terry, it's too late. All right, cool. I think... I don't know where to go from there. All right, that's right, that's right. That went really well. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so right. yeah. We quickly eat brunch and leave. I'm a nail drunk. I like that in. Yeah. A, I like that in an hour the hostess comes back like you asshole. Yeah. The basements are here and they're pissed. Well, sorry, I'm not sorry. And we still keep going along with it. We're just like, oh, our family's here. We're the Dacemans. We're also the Dacemans. Dacemans. Oh, oh, yes. More Dacemans. We're the New York Dacemans. Yes. Which Dacemans yeah. are you? Okay. okay. You all thought we had to be Dacemans. <laughs> Only one person has to have hey, the name. Hey, we're related. We're all Dacemans. <laughs> we're all the Dacemans. We're related. Okay. We're going to start the real quest. Thank you for listening to Deaths and Day Jobs. Remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And you can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes. And if you are listening on iTunes, remember to rate and review us so more cool people like you can listen to Deaths and Day Jobs. I'm Kiri Kober-Wheeler, over and out.